Hi everyone, um, welcome to 10 Minutes of Design with Chinedu Unfiltered. Here, we'll be talking about UX design, product strategy, products people use and how they make them feel, the latest technologies and how it is used by UX designers. All this from a professional, data-driven and personal view which is undiluted. In this episode, I'll be talking about product and emotions. Well, you might be asking, what does emotion have to do with product? Quite a lot, actually. And you'll be learning a lot about it um, in this episode. This episode will be divided into two parts. And currently, we are on part one, which is how the product makes the user feel. Part two will be how it makes the designer feel when they see people use their product. You see, these are two different classes of emotion, and this is strongly based on how you view it. The emotions you feel as a creator will slightly be different from those that the users feel. One is seeing your creation being used, and the other is the feeling you get when a product does what it's designed to do. Help users or customers achieve their everyday goals. Customers' emotion could vary at different points in the customer journey and it can be used to measure the overall customer satisfaction when they interact with the product. So, let's talk about the types of emotions users could feel while using a product. And these emotions could range from joy, satisfaction, indifference, despair, confusion, and frustration. Number one, joy. Users could feel joy as a result of completing a milestone, a step, or the entire design process with minimal or less obvious complication. Number two, satisfaction. Satisfaction could be from seeing your interest for the month credited into your investment app, buying an investment package seamlessly, paying a rent uh, without any sort of um, confusion, or making a payment through a payment gateway without any challenges. Number three, indifference. Indifference could be from their inability to understand what their goal is on that platform. If this were to happen, it could be on a rate of 2 out of 10. And my reason for saying this is, for anyone to download and use your product, they have an existing goal in mind, regardless of how small it is. So most times, you would hardly want to factor in indifference while designing a product, but that doesn't mean it shouldn't be at the back of your mind. Number 4. Despair Despair could be from trying a product over and over again, with hopes of it accomplishing what it is designed to do. For example, trying to pay bills at, uh, and at every point, you get stuck on selecting the service provider. Number five, confusion. Confusion could be from trying to achieve A and B of what the product is taking you through or feeding you back with. For example, when you try um, to ask an AI a particular question, on the principles of UX design, and the AI comes back with the principles of visual design. This could cause a great deal of confusion because as much as they work hand in hand, they are different. Number six, frustration. Frustration could be from your inability to achieve your set goals on the product. For example, you want to set up a meeting invite and after going through the entry point and gaining access to the core functionality, which could be entering, which could be Entering the title description, selecting the time and the date, as suddenly you are unable to select the date and the time to complete setting up your meeting, uh, meeting invites. Number six, frustration. 
Frustration could be from your inability to achieve your set goals on a product. For example, you want to set up a meeting invite and after going through the entry point and gaining access to the core functionality, which could, which could be entering the title, um, title description, um, selecting the time and date, as suddenly you are unable to select the date and the time to complete setting up your meeting. Not because it doesn't work, but because the front end is not interacting with the back end. Well, still doesn't work. This can lead to a serious level of frustration. Every tiny part of your design decision could lead to any of the six emotions mentioned, which is why it is important to be as detailed as possible when designing and documenting your product. Every step you miss could be what makes or mars your product. When designing a digital product, always make sure that the user's emotional rate is at levels 1 and 2, which are joy and satisfaction. This is important to achieve retention on your product. It could be difficult to achieve sometimes because you are not even sure how the users might use your product, especially when the idea for the product is new and grand. Now, if the product is something existing in the market, for example, finance, marketplace, and socials, there is an existing mental model around this product, and when a customer gets to interact with it, they already know what to do at every step of the way. Now, take for example, a customer who wants to transfer funds or pay bills. The flow has been simplified over time, and when the flow is altered on a product, it creates confusion, and this is what you as a designer needs to avoid. If there is an existing mental model and you believe that the mental model should be improved or changed, always make sure you test aggressively with your users before the product is launched. The reason for this is to make sure that the product achieves its intended goal without derailing the users. You see, every product wants to optimize its operation and experiences, but most times, products with an existing mental model shouldn't be touched because those same users on your platform currently use other similar products with the same mental model and this could be a challenge to the users of your platform when they can't experience what they experienced on other platforms on yours. While we are at it, you might be wondering what mental models are. Well, mental models are a set of beliefs and ideas that we consciously or unconsciously form based on our experiences. This mental model is usually formed through the use of similar products or usage patterns or by engaging in similar experiences that help the users form an idea of how things are most likely to work based on past interactions and experiences. So, how do you optimize your product or platform to give the users optimum satisfaction? This is a question every designer should ask themselves whenever they sit in front of their desk or their workspace to start designing. The first thing I would say is, listen to your users often. Your users know where it pains them the most. Businesses can go ahead and make all the decisions, but if those decisions are not making the user's life easier, it defeats the purpose of being a UX designer. As UX designers, our goal will always be to advocate for the user's needs. Audit your product regularly. Set time out of your perfectly planned schedule to audit your product regularly and make sure things are the way you have designed the experience to be in the life environment. Sometimes while trying to improve an experience, something might break. 
So this is important to make sure that things are working as they should. Request for data. Your product is live, right? Customers are currently using it, right? And you ask yourself, how else can I be informed on how users are using my product? What are the figures saying and how can I design a better experience with these numbers? With these details in hand, you can design a better experience by understanding where your users are dropping off, how much time they spend on a particular screen, and the pattern of irregularities with a particular CTA. This information can empower you to create a better experience for the users. Another thing I would like to say is this. Designing for the users always requires that you design for all edge cases. These edge cases help customers with a lot of clarity when interacting with your product. This can be difficult to, to think about, so this is, where you, this is where your user flow comes in. Never assume that the developers would know everything, so that is why it is important to design them. So let's recap. What are the five emotions users could feel when interacting or while interacting with your product? Number one is joy. Number two is satisfaction. Number three is indifference. Number four is despair. Number five is confusion. Number six is frustration. Users feel these emotions based on how your product is designed. And the best way to make sure that the users are comfortable using your product is to listen to them. Audit your product regularly. Back up your design changes with data. I hope this has been helpful to you. In the next episode, we'll be touching more on how designers feel when they see their product used. Till next time, signing out. Chinedu.